back into the sporting lounge. Thank no, you so much for that. joining us. As you can tell, we had someone who's trying to jump the gun. We're so happy to I have him. I did a jump the him. gun. I just you, started, okay? You know, no. There's a little miscommunication. Spent six um, months in Germany. Comes back and thinks he runs stuff. What is right, that? Right, right. He do. spent six months. Do. Ben's living in my house, so, you know. Yeah, hey, oh, that's perfectly that. fine. <laughs> you, I may live in your house, but you don't know how to do this anymore. It's been a while, huh? No, I so, just made you do it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> just like welcome, who did, well, who back, did what others do. Yeah, we're not going to go there. So welcome Dude, wait, back. Wait, hold, hold on, hold on. Go back. What would you say? I didn't hear your bullshit. Uh-huh. <laughs> people in Germany yeah. made other people do certain things. So. Okay, we're not going to go there. Yeah. Hey, I can say some shit for you. Mm-hmm. Well, welcome back. <laughs> so, as always, you have your gracious host, me, myself, and I. Thank you so much for having me. You're very welcome. Gosh, then, of course, up. we okay. have the man, the myth, the legend, the no belly button, have an ass, Travis. It's How mullet man to you. That's true. It is mullet man now these days. Um, and then the long and lost forgotten brother, Austin. It's been six months. How How are you? Are you glad to be back? Yes. That's a no. (laughs) Yeah. That was a long-weighted yes. So we've had a lot of fun. You didn't specify about the podcast or being in Louisiana. So, Well, no one wants to be in Louisiana. Even people in New Orleans don't want to be in Louisiana. Obviously, you do. You're still here. Wow. He's got me on that one. Um, So welcome back. We had a lot of fun on the men and women's tournament. For the bracket, both Travis and I, we both called the men's bracket being our dark horse was UConn, right? Yeah, we called it after the first uh, first weekend after the upsets when it was still the round of 32 and more to go. Um, we both said UConn is, is a dark horse, but wish we could have put that on our bracket. Right. <laughs> right. I wish bracket, I would have put it. Too pretty. Yep. My bracket did not look good at all. None of our brackets look good. Man, I called it pretty good without not in writing. Right. If you, <laughs> if you could have called the game by that game like you did. Mm-hmm. So UConn, what is that, their fifth national title? Yep, they have the most national titles in the last 25 years. They got five now in the last 25 years. since. That's the second most UNC and Duke are tied with three apiece. And then Florida, Villanova, Kansas, and someone else has two. I can't remember. Well, this is how I know that game went. 76 to 59, the Connecticut Huskers against San Diego State. Huskies. Huskers. Huskers. Nebraska. Okay. Well, they shot 23 from 53 from the field, 43%. Six from 17, so just above 35% on three-pointers. They had more total rebounds at 41 um, they had more assists at 13 versus 7. They had more blocks at 6 versus 2. They had more steals at 8 versus 7. They had um, actually more turnovers, 13 versus 12. So you think that would be the where they sway. But overall, from watching that game, they just looked like the overall complete team um, who, were, who were able, like they deserved and deserved to be there. I think... San Diego State was definitely a Cinderella all the way from the start. I don't think many people had, besides San Diego State Aztec lovers, I don't think I mean, anyone had that. I mean, San Diego though. State has nothing to hang their heads about. I mean, they're, it's the first Final Four and first championship game representation for their school in general, but it's also the first championship game representation for any team in the Mountain West Conference ever. So hats off to them for that. Right. Come back next year. And so who did reach- they beat again? To get it, uh, they beat FAU. They beat Florida Atlantic oh, to get in, yeah, right? Which was the on a true, buzzer beater. Nice too. Yep, on a yeah, true yeah. buzzer beater, and it was heartbreaking because I, I what? actually at that oh, point yeah. I wanted Florida Atlantic to make yeah. the championship. Because like, Florida was, Atlantic was up like seventy-one to seventy with like three seconds left, and then they, yep, dagger baby. Hey, man, I, that's what what's Mark scary Madden is, is you. About. UConn is going to pretty much return almost their entire team next year, too. So they've got to be the favorites to win, yep. to be like preseason favorites to win next year. What made me know I that know. UConn... I've always had a problem with preseason, pre- preseason favorites. I mean, oh, don't get me wrong. Preseason polls don't mean jack squat and the. Right, because not things, one but... of the top 10 made the sweet 
are the elite eight of the top 10 preseason poll. Think about that. For the first time since 1970-something, I can't remember the exact year, not one of the top 10 preseason polls made the Elite Eight, which was wild. I I want to say that UConn is going to be strong next year because they're pretty much returning their entire team, but also UNC went to the title game last year, returned four out of five starters and like eight out of 12 players total and then didn't even make the tourney. Yeah, I I think – I think UConn will be top twenty-five. I don't see them being ranked top ten. At least preseason. Oh, oh! You, you want to know what makes me say different, Austin? The yeah. fact that they not only got the championship, won it, but the fact that they whooped Gonzaga, who has been a powerhouse the last three to four years, so bad, eighty-two to fifty-four. Yeah, I no. think I, I, I understand think that. But 10, they shaved Drew Timmy's mustache. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're gonna be top ten. They're gonna be. They're gonna be back. Whether I, or not they I understand they make that, it. but we we've seen people win title games before and not be top ten. Hey, you know we have won. We have seen, seen people win title games and fall off. You're right. You're no, right. I'm not saying fall off, but being preseason top ten, probably not. I, I don't see UConn being top ten. I see him being ranked top fifteen, top twenty preseason. Mm. You 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 don't have much faith in that UConn Huskies. All right, I'm telling put twenty you. bucks on it right now. I put twenty bucks that they're gonna make the preseason top ten. Okay, Pre, preseason Travis. top ten. Travis, right. uh, um, here first. Would you take like, that? The way my bank account works, um, <laughs> I gotta ask for an allowance. <laughs> <laughs> but right. no, no. Overall feeling, Travis. Would you say they'd make the top ten? Yes, there's no way that they're left out of the preseason top ten after being the fending champs. That's just a respect to it. Right. That's what I'm thinking. Um, I, and I just don't put much, that much faith in the people who do the preseason polls. And I, I don't I don't blame you um, because right, they – I'll take they, that bet, though. I, all right, deal. Um, Travis, you're here. It's April 4th, so it's not even an April Fool's Day. So we'll <laughs> have to wait for the preseason polls come out, and then we'll decide if that happens or not. Um, UConn, congratulations. San Diego State, fucking congratulations for making it all the way. Upsetting that you beat Florida Atlantic on a buzzer beater. Uh, but congratulations for making your first championship as well. Anyone you want to call out from San Diego State side um, for leading them there, whether it was, um, you know, Sangago or whether it was Hawkins or whether it was uh, Newton. Anyone that you want to like put extra like oomph on to like pay attention to? No, I don't like San Diego State. They ruined my bracket. (laughs) (laughs) Most most teams did. (laughs) Yeah, they they yeah they that sixteen seed one FDU. Yeah, that that sixteen seed ruined my bracket, and that's all right. So one thing that oh, speaking of brackets and being broken, what I hate. They are all up in Angel Reese's face about being like unsportsmanlike, this or that. But let's say let's 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 flip the squid. If Angel Reese was Dwayne Wade and he was pointing at one of his other people while in the finals, give me that ring and shit talking, we would be like, oh, he's competitive. He wants that ring, this and that. We would have never all ever talked down to one of them. I mean, we've already seen that with Joe Burrow in the national championship. We saw that with Aaron Donald in the Super Bowl. I, I, I think there's a fine line between, you know, strutting your stuff, being hype, and, and celebrating, you know, talking sm- like smack and actually being disrespectful, and I don't think she crossed the line. I've seen, I've seen Caitlin Clark do the same thing she's done to John Cena. I don't Cena. think you she was even me. close to crossing the line. Me Why? neither. There's, there's only been a handful of things, like, there's only been a handful of times in all of sports that I've seen that I would say, okay, that was actually. It's, it's like that's a high, it's an intense <laughs> moment in a high stakes game. And, and, and they both are, they've both already gone on the air on record since then and have both said like, no, it's not a problem. Like that's awesome. Like let them play. Uh, right. Right. She's, and that's she, she like Clark even said that the flack against Reese is unfair. And she was like, I don't know why you guys are doing this for me. The white house is not for the runner ups. Put it on LSU. Right. Exactly, and that's one thing I was going to bring Great up. sportsmanship. It's the fact she literally set an NCAA record for double doubles. Like she, it's Caitlin Clark did amazing. Don't get me wrong; 
she set an NCAA record for so much, and that's why she won the record. But, like, Angel Reese didn't, like, sit by and do nothing. Like, she wasn't, like, the sixth person off the bench not doing anything. She did a lot for her team, and in the championship, she had 10 boards, 5 assists, and 15 points. Another double-double. Like, she did plenty to make it worthwhile. So, just to, like, shout out for this in general, like, Caitlin Clark is her aura and everything about her the last couple months has like completely changed the trajectory and the projection of women's sports in general and women's college basketball. Just to put it in perspective, the women's national championship game the other night between Iowa and LSU had 9.9 million viewers, which was more than any college uh, women's college basketball game ever up to that point. It's more Mm -hmm. than any major league soccer game ever. It's more viewers than any Stanley cup game since 1973. More than it's more viewers than the 2023 Orange Bowl and the 2023 Sugar Bowl, more than viewers than any 2023 Thursday night football. It was more viewers than the 2021 NBA Finals. It was more viewers than the 2020 World Series. It was more viewers than the finale for The Last of Us, and more viewers for most recent uh, than any recent MLB, NBA, NFL, or All Star game. Period. Yeah. So like I tuned it's, in. It's on the more- up and up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I tuned into that game more than I turned into the UConn game. Like, I did too. I expected UConn to win. I they were on different days, but I was more interested in Caitlin Clark because she dropped back to back forty bombs. She like she willed the Hawkeyes. Granted, her teammates did a lot for her, but it was I, just. I was gonna say, much. I pretty much watched the entire women's national championship game, and I only watched about the first fifteen minutes of the men's. Right. You kind of it was the men's was just eh. The women's was actually exciting. She dropped another thirty bomb. She played a great game, Caitlin Clark. That is, she's right. It wasn't unsportman. The whole you can't see me, John Cena stuff. <laughs> she had done it in the past. The give me the ring has been done by many. So I don't like how Angel Reese is getting the flack for it. Right, and Aaron Donald to- did it in the when the Rams won the Super Bowl the other year. Like two years ago, as soon as soon as he got that hit on Joey on Burrow that made them, or he got the sack, the game winning sack, he he literally stood up and pointed to his ring finger. Right, but, but um, something I was having a conversation with my brother Nick the other day. Um, I think Caitlin Clark could actually get drafted into the NBA. I think she's that good. Ooh. I wouldn't say she'd be like a star overall, the same way player that she is now. Obviously, because the physicality difference between the men's and women's leagues is obviously there but i've like watching her play enough she could easily be a spot-up shooter and average 12 to 15 points a game just raining threes her average her her average three-point like distance for a three-point shot of her make like for her to be okay let me word this correctly without my dyslexia um but her the average Mm -hmm. distance of the of her three-pointers that she like her average make per distance or average distance per make is was like 25 and a half feet which is NBA Jesus Christ. range like she lets it that's fly. insane which she, I, I think she can make an NBA roster which really is the know. same <laughs> conversation we had when bit Brittany Griner was coming out of college from Baylor and was like what was it um Dallas Mavericks owner saying I can't I can Mark see Cuban. Mark Cuban saying I draft Brittany Griner like you're starting to see that physicality and that ability from the women's side that even NBA teams are like, yeah, I draft. And you're not wrong. I, Caitlin Clark, let that shit fly. She's, she is literally the female Steph Curry. She, she can, she lets it go. <clears throat> That's how she was acting. She's changing the game for the woman's side right now. And it's pretty cool. It's everything Kobe wanted. And <laughs> well, yeah, Kobe. I mean, and we saw that from the, the LSU coach after the game with Clark, too. Oh, yeah. Talk to her. And that was another big thing I was going to bring up. Is like the media is trying to dog. If you're going to dog anyone, dog the rest for like being one-sided with the call and everyone else is just acting out emotionally. If you're going to call it one side and call it the other, but it's not really like that, Clark's um, or Reese's or LSU's coach's fault. It's the like rest. Like that tech that Clark got in the game for just tossing the ball behind her. Yeah. Yes. And, and that was one thing I was going to bring. Like no one's bringing up the fact, like everyone's talking about Angel Reese and what she did. No one's bringing up the fact that LSU just won their first national championship 
for the women's basketball. Like, that's a big fucking deal. That's another letdown for the Big Ten as well. I mean, yeah, I was going to say, like, that's that coach's first time winning an NCAA championship as well. I'd be pretty freaking hyped, too. Right. That's a big thing. That's not something like Any person who, like, pays attention is is a big enough fan of sports to like have an opinion on that is lying if you if they were in this in their position saying that they want to be freaking out on the verge of winning the chip exactly like i'm sorry i'm just gonna say it so like i looked i look up news articles here's what comes up angel reese defends gesture against caitlin clark Iowa's Caitlin Clark doesn't criticize LSU's Reese for gesture. Caitlin Clark addresses backlash. Referees ruin LSU Iowa's women title game with their atrocious officiating. Caitlin Clark defends Angel Reese. Nothing about the fact that LSU just won their first championship or the fact that they averaged 9.9 million viewers or the fact that this woman's team just won their first championship and did it wholeheartedly almost by 20 points i hate that they can't show fire and emotion like the men's side because i guarantee you if any of the yukon men did the whole give me that ring minutes before we would have been like oh he wanted that like i I love it i love the flair i love the competitiveness like let it happen like that's the stuff that we like to see. Oh, like, yeah. I mean, especially because, if you're bringing in viewership. Because I mean, especially if anyone went through what Angel Reese, you know, went through with her college career, you know, starting out Maryland for two years, yep. but then in their first year tearing her ACL or something like that, getting injured, and then transferring to LSU. Especially since she, she like title game. Yeah, so she went to a school that was highly touted and one of the top five teams in the country program wise at the time when she first started at Maryland. Because Maryland was good again this year. Like, yep. Exactly. Yep. I got no problems with it. I would do the same shit. So let me read off the recent game from Caitlin Clark. Just so we guys because she remember she won the award uh and she scored the most amount of here's the funny stat that I saw. She scored more points in the tourney than Iowa's football team did in the whole season, which I thought was hilarious. Yes. So <laughs> Which is just it's great. It's funny, but not surprising. Right. Well, yeah. Iowa's football team needs to step it up. Against Georgia, 10th seed, 22 points. Colorado, 6th seed, 31 points. Louisville, 41 points. South Carolina, 41 points. LSU, 30 points. This yeah, woman, Everyone thought they were going to lose against South Carolina, too. I, oh, it was so close. and I. They played a what? perfect game against them. Yep. I. What was it? Iowa plus 10, and I bet a little bit of money money on it i was like yep thank you you're gonna give me 10 points plus caitlin clark's scoring ability i'll take that (laughs) like that was a dumb bet for them to release but i took it so i mean right there we're talking about oh my math boys give me a second because might need to give you, give you a twix to do it over plus with. 31 plus <laughs> 41 plus 41 plus 30. We're talking 165 just from the championship, the final four, the elite eight, the sweet 16. And then what is that? The round of 32. That's 165 points right there. Right there. Say, she sent a lot of records in this tournament. She, she set the. She became like the only player in men's or women's NCAA history to have a forty-point triple double in a tournament game, and then she also had back-to-back forty-point games, which I think she was the first person in men mm-hmm. or women's to ever do that as well in the tournament. She set the most. She set the record for most points in a turn in a single tournament for women's. She set like. <clears throat> she's, so my, she's she's off the chart. She's 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 incredible she did it, player. So my question is the next coming for the women's for the WWE. I'm going to pose this towards Austin first and then Travis. So Austin. Yes, ma'am. How big is that NIL deal she gets for next year? Oh, that's, that's potential record record breaking money right there. Well, we've seen the women's side already get six figures. So, I was yeah, gonna say I think the, the Hurricane Clark, Sisters more than get... Bronny James probably. Oh wow, he got one he's, point. He's, I would say he, Bronny's currently like he's seventh number over number two over. Yeah, I was gonna say he's like number two overall for I NIL believe. money. 
So you think he's she's getting more than one point two million? She's getting she's getting probably more than the Cavender twins. More than more than Cavender twins. Miami, okay. Ronnie James, but possibly more than Livy Clark. She's she's going to be the new face of women's sports for a while. I don't think it's just going to be basketball. She's going to have so many endorsement deals and and NIL deals as well. Like she's going to, she's going to make more money from like a year of NIL and a year of endorsements than she will in her entire WNBA career. She's going to get me. She's going to get money. Right. Because uh, (laughs) you said Olivia Dunn, which is like that LSU cheerleader. Who's gymnast. Yeah. She's gotten, she's gotten a valuation of 2.6 million. Yeah. And you think, She's gonna get more than that. You think Livy well, Dunn is gonna? Well, you're saying evaluation. Are you, are you talking about her like net worth or what her NIL deal is? Um, the the way they break it down is the evaluation of how many people she reaches on Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter. Um, right. but that's money that she makes from those platforms, right? That's not necessarily her nil deal. That correct. So it's from all of them. She's gonna. She's gonna be an. I mean, she's already turned into an overnight commodity. Oh yeah, she's gonna get offers left and right. She, I wouldn't be surprised if over the next ten years, between nil endorsement deals, social media money making from exposure, and then her WNBA contract, like she's she's probably gonna make more than twenty five mil. Oh, okay. Over the next ten, I was gonna say something shocker. I was gonna say she's gonna come back. She's gonna she's gonna be a top earner for NIL deal, probably one one million flat. But I was gonna say Paige Buckets. Everyone forgets about Paige, the freshman phenom two years ago. Paige Buckets is gonna come through and beat her because she had to sign a deal, not as great, hasn't been an attorney, the ACL injury and all that. But I was just gonna say she's probably gonna earn less than Paige by the end of the year of next year. That was gonna be my prediction. Do you guys remember Paige Buckets? I do, yeah. but I, I don't know. It's – not. I mean, Buckets is good, but like, there's been a lot of people who are better hype. I know, but it. we're not just talking about being, like, good. But Caitlin Clark's the one every 20 years, the once-in-a-generation player. She's I don't a know. generational I, talent. Yeah, I, I don't know. If, Similar to, like, what like Steph Curry is for the three-year – yeah, you like could argue Bro- the sixteen James, to nineteen. Kobe Bryant, you know, there's a generation talent. You could argue she is one as well. I yeah. mean, I, yeah, I wouldn't blame her if she said, "Fuck this, I'm going to the NBA," or "Fuck this, I'm going to WNBA right now." Like, I tell her, do that. Go get your endorsements. Go. She wants a title. She wants a title. She wants a title more than anything. And now that college students can get paid while in college, they have no more incentive to rush to the NBA. You know, NBA or WNBA because they know they can get paid in college, which and is I, great. I think I think NIL is huge and it makes a bigger difference for women athletics than it does men because obviously if you make it to the professional league as a man, even as a backup, like you're gonna pay, get the pay discrepancy is huge. Like it's huge, but like for the opportunity to make six or seven figures for an NIL deal or endorsement deals for the women's, that's huge. And I think Caitlin's going to actually like open the door for a lot of females for that, and that's awesome. And I, I do love that fact. Um, so speaking of all of that and all the money and the pay discrepancy, the NBA were winding to a close. Um, and there's a lot to be talked about. Obviously two of us are the same team fans. You're the odd man sitting out, Travis, the Lakers. They're not just in a playoff spot. They could secure an actual spot in. Yeah. They're they're, right now. They're in the last play in spot, but if, they're a game behind or a half game behind the Warriors right now for that final spot. Mm-hmm. They're currently, I think they're up right now. The Lakers are currently, yeah, they're up by eleven over the Jazz, which War- again, and the Warriors are down to the Thunder right now. So could be they could flip flop right now, which would be huge for the Lakers, um, because there's not many games left. There's what four games left. I think everyone's got four to six games left in the league. So if they could win the next three out of four games, they could be sitting themselves pretty in the playoff picture. Going to make things interesting. 
especially in the West. Whereas like the East, it's not so interesting. We've got obviously, unfortunately, I don't think the Celtics are going to overtake the Bucks. We're two games back. There's um, one point nine seconds Miami left in the, in the Celtics game right now, and they're down by two to the Seventy Six. Miami and Brooklyn fighting for the last spot. Yep. Um. So Miami, Brooklyn fighting for the six seven speed seed with the Raptors, um, and of course Trey Young and the Hawks. And you're right, Travis. Right now we're down by two against the Seventy Sixers, but. Again, we'll we'll keep the two seed. They'll keep the three seed because we're we're three games ahead of them. So now we're two and a half games ahead of them. Like it's not a big. I deal. think I think you guys win one game out of the remaining. You'll you'll hold on to the two seed. Yeah, we're still gonna hold on to the two. We're gonna we're gonna rest the starters. We're gonna have peace. Um, Cavaliers are pretty set. So I think the top four in the East: the Bucks, Celtics, 76ers, and Cavs are all pretty set. The big shakeups. You know, I might even say top five because the Knicks are pretty waving in there. The big five are going to be like the Nets, Heat, Raptors, Bulls, Hawks, and Wizards. Like those will be where the changeup happens. I don't think it changes much from here. I think Bulls hold on to the 10 seed. I think Hawks hold on to the 9 or 8. Raptors hold on to the 8 or 7. Heat hold on to the 7 or 8. Knicks are Nets hold on to the six or seven. Like I don't think there's much change up in the the East as much as the West. What do you guys think? Well, considering, I mean the 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 ten the ten teams in the East are already set. Everyone below the the ten seed is already eliminated. It's just a final seeding for the play in, <clears throat> right? But yeah, I don't see much changing. In the East, honestly, I think it's kind of all set in stone. The only two teams that really have anything to play for are Miami and the Nets because that final actual locked-in spot instead of having to play a play-in game. They're the only two that I see like actually having something to play for down the stretch. Everywhere else is kind of just big chilling. Right. In the, in, in the West, the West, Dallas and Utah are both out of the picture. But they're not eliminated yet. They're full, Dallas is a full game behind, the, just one game behind Oklahoma City for that f- final spot, and Utah's only a half game behind that. Both uh, Utah's currently losing right now, and Oklahoma's winning. I mean, if Oklahoma City wins and Utah loses, Utah's eliminated. But and I think, and I think at that point, Dallas would have to win out, and Oklahoma City lose out for them to have a chance. But. But think about that. The Mavs just traded for Kyrie, and they're not. There, there's a chance they don't even make the play-in game. Yeah, there's. Well, that's what happens. Two ball dominant players, and you're trying to figure that out in the in the middle of a season when you like didn't even have a a seed. I mean, they were both the fourth or fifth seed when that happened. <laughs> yeah. Seed. But they've I actually mean, done know. worse since they've traded for him. They need a since. big. They need a legitimate big man. Christian Wood's not bad, but he's not some. He's not the answer. He needs to be the second option in the post or the star player coming off the bench. They need like a legit big man. They they needed Christoph Porzingis back. <laughs> yes, big time. I think that you know. Funny enough, rather than trading for Katie, I think they needed Christoph more in the long run, then they needed KD. All right, sorry, uh, Kyrie, not KD. KD plays for the Suns. They're, they're going to make the playoffs. I the think Suns long-term, Kyrie and Luka can work together. They just really need to do something about the front uh, the, the front court situation and get a, big, do some, get a big man that actually forces teams to be honest and not be able to just double team Luka and Kyrie. Right. <laughs> if you're not afraid of the down in the post – What's the point? If you're not afraid of the big man, you know, doing a pick and then roll to the three-point line to shoot that, are you really scared? You're not. You're not. Who, who, who Austin, who would you like to see Dallas go after as a big in this offseason? Myself. I'll dunk on your toes. <laughs> you know what? Let's go, baby. Someone signed this man to an NBA contract. He couldn't cut it over in the European League, so he came back after six months. <laughs> You're goddamn right. 
Ain't no so, shame, no shame. Getting that money though. Um, on the West, Austin, who do you see being your favorite, and who do you see being your dark horse? That's a good question. I have no idea. To be honest, I I know you you've been gone for a long time, so I figured I'd put you on the spot. I'd put you in the chance to like look at the the conference standings and decide because we've talked a little bit of like the transitions what's happened because obviously the nuggets are still number one good old mvp jokovic is still there we've got the grizzlies playing out of their mind we actually know the the one team that i'm surprised is playing out of their mind and i've never seen this in their franchise history Sacramento Kings. Not only did they start hot, oh, they yeah. kept hot. They, as Since I say, they win two out of their last three. They'll finish with fifty wins. Yep, they're 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 crazy hot. Since Chris Webber, they're great. The Suns, Devin Booker, and now KD. K, every time KD steps on the floor with the Suns, they've they're actually won. Yep, six and zero. Keep them healthy. So since Austin can't come up with who he thinks is going to win, I got two favorites in the West and two dark horses in the West. Ooh, two favorites <clears throat> and two dark horses. I don't know if that's be- called just like four teams out of the ten teams you want to win. Like, No, I mean, the two favorites are obviously the the one seed, the Nuggets. They got the perfect brew going. And then, okay. and then Phoenix with what's okay. going on that, with Durant. Uh, yeah, yeah. Those, are, those are my two favorites. Memphis and, and Sacramento are good. I just don't think they're going to – I don't think it's their year. But <clears throat> two dark horses. I'm gonna say my Los Angeles Lakers are one of them, but they're not my. They're my ooh, number two dark horse. Ooh, yeah. Okay, okay. You're gonna put them as. Uh, they're my number two, two dark Good horse. Be, my number dark horse one dark MVP. Hear me out, guys. Okay, you ready? Yeah. No. Oh, oh, no, oh. No, no, wait a that can that can wait. Oh my gosh. But um, <laughs> <laughs> but my number one dark horse team in the West, and it's only because they're getting healthy now. Or the Pelicans. They get Zion I back. I fucking knew you were going to say the Pelicans. They get Zion back. That's Before Brandon Ingram and Zion went out, like 30 games into the season, they were the number one overall team in the entire league record-wise. And then the, the next 40 games, Ingram and Zion are both out. Yeah. And they're still, so in, and they're still in contention. You don't win yeah. a championship on just star power. You win it on say, if, if Zion comes back... And Ingram and like and they all stay and McCollum and whatnot they stay healthy. Troy Murphy, Trey Murphy has been playing well. They they could. There's a reason 2K likes them. <laughs> They're gonna be good. You know how about this? I'll um, I'll do one better. What's that? So obvious favorites are Nuggets and Suns, right? Obvious. Yep. My dark horses. Not too not too despairing Clippers because of Kawhi. But my true dark horse, the Timberwolves. I, I was watch out I was gonna answer for that. Rody Gobert, Carl Anthony Towns, Anthony Everts, and Mike Conley fucking combo. That team healthy and playing together. I'm not sure. You got two, two bigs, and Rudy Gobert, defensive player of the year. You've got a shot blocker. You've got a scorer in Carl Anthony Towns and Mike Conley and Anthony Edwards. That is my true dark horse. You know that's the funny because I was going to say a Timberwolves too. Okay, see, at least Austin and I agree, Travis. You're out here choosing some, some wild things. Oh, you know I. Trying to say I don't know ball, like I didn't just win my fantasy NBA title. Go ahead, talk right, about that for uh, one second. Nope. Uh, ben, what's the next topic? Oh. Wow. Well, one yeah, second. Well, you said one second. He had one second. Time to move on. Austin's just mad because he's never won anything but a free trip overseas because he signed up for the military. Oh, um, who's the real winner now, though? I mean, come on. But, uh, <laughs> no, but. It was it was it was a good it was a fun league very competitive league. There's only eight people in the league, so everyone had loaded teams. But I want to expand and get two more people in there. <laughs> okay, yeah, any kind of situation um, like Andrew Luck. Wow, ooh, uh, I need to go into hiding for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, you need to go into uh, hiding. So, who in the West misses out? Is it the Jazz? Is it the Thunder? 
I think the Jazz are gonna. I think after tonight's games, the Jazz is gonna be are gonna be eliminated. And I just don't. I, I don't see. I think. I think it's gonna stay the where the way it is. Honestly, I think Oklahoma's gonna end up squeaking in. Okay, so quick question with Damian, which I love him. Damian, a little time, you know, Dame time. Not making the playoffs. Does he leave this offseason? He needed to leave like three years ago. Agreed, 110%. Austin, does Dame Time leave this offseason from the Trailblazers? I got to say it again. I was coughing. (laughs) (laughs) Damian Lillard from the Portland Trailblazers. They're not going to make the playoffs this year. So do they... Does he request a trade? Does he leave this offseason? I mean, I kind of want to be surprised, but I also want to be surprised if he just stays. I hope he leaves. He's Personally. loyal. He's always said he's loyal, but he, he never said some of his different. I was going to say, but well, some of his comments recently have got him, makes me think that he might now. <laughs> and that's the big thing. It's like, you, he needs, he has everything, in my opinion. To make it all the way, he I just mean, needs a ring or two. You know, so, what I think it's a good spot. Switch conference and go to Miami. Join Jimmy Butler and Bam. His last year, that's a team. Next year, twenty twenty four is his player exercise year. So, yeah, I, I mean, think, I think he ends up in a Miami Heat uniform because Jimmy buckets. Ends- yeah, Jimmy buckets is going to be gone. They're going to need somebody. They, I mean, they would. Um, and Austin, I think you're you're incorrect about Dame Lillard's uh, player contract. He signed a four year contract back in 2022. Yeah. So he should be signed through 2024. 2024 and 2025 is a, is a player exercise year. I yeah, guess the, last year the, the last year the contract is the player always a player, the player option. option. Okay, okay. So player or team option. So you think the longest he stays in Portland is next year, and then no matter what, he's gone. Yep. Maybe. Now, I, I want to say no matter what, but I mean, he's tied to him at least through next year. I mean, if they don't, I if they don't at least make the playoffs traded. next year in, in, a play, in a Blazers uniform, he's gone. Hell, you yeah, know what I would say? Point, at that point next year, he'll be 33. And for a team to take on that contract for this end of this year, team take on that contract is pretty hefty. You you know what I would say? Hi, Pelicans. You took CJ McCollum. And you know who has a great one two punch back in Portland? Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum. Let's go ahead and get this deal done. Can I say one more thing? Yeah. Yes, ma'am. If they can actually get healthy and Andrew Wiggins comes back. Don't sleep on Golden State. Oh, go, no one will sleep and, on them. And the reason I say that is I'm wrong. Like their record doesn't show it. And the way, I mean, but just the way they play on offense, it's it. That's it. Doesn't matter if the other team is technically better than them. It's just almost. It's just almost impossible to beat Golden State in a seven game series. It is well, yeah. You're talking about having two since, of the greatest. Since, okay, they're the since 2014, 2015, which is the first year that they made the playoffs and won on a championship run and won a championship. They have lost one seven game series that they've made the playoffs since 2014, and that was the 2019 chip against Toronto that Kawhi won for Toronto when they were without Dray- when Clay went down and. Uh, Draymond was in foul trouble the entire series. Clay doesn't go down. Golden State probably wins that series also. They were up two games to one. But do you realize the last nine games they've averaged 118, 118.2222 points per game? Yep. It's just because of what they're capable of doing shooting. They can uh, you gotta be able to match you got you gotta be able to match that at, for a week straight. Good luck. Yeah. 118. Any, any team's capable game. of getting hot and Wild. beating you in one, but being able to match that seven games in a row is Different. where Golden State has the advantage over everyone, especially in the championships and the tough. So you know, if it if it came down to Nuggets and Golden State in the 
the final round, I would honestly take the Warriors. I would take the Warriors over the Nuggets in a seven-game series just because to go seven rounds with Curry, Clay, Draymond, Andrew, their bench, it's just a tough thing to do. So, I, you know what? I said my dark horse was um, the Clippers and the Timberwolves. But, like, I think an always dark horse is going to be the Warriors. You cannot count out Clay and Steph Curry. As as long as that team is is together, you you never can. You can't count them out. It's kind of like how you could never count out, like, truly count out, like, you know, the Tom Brady and NFL, the Tom Brady, Payne Manning, and Rodgers, even, you know. Right. How many times last year during the playoffs? I'm not going to against During the first Tom 16 Brady. games of the season, you can't count Aaron Rodgers out. The second it turns to postseason, watch <laughs> out. He's, he still has nightmares about San Fran. Oh, my God. He postseason hits, Aaron Rodgers forgets how to play. Oh, did you guys hear the breaking news about Aaron Rodgers and the Jets? Oh, they agreed to a trade. Uh, or the Jets agreed to a trade with them, but Aaron Rodgers didn't accept. Uh, no, they just still haven't made a trade happen. I don't think we're going to hear anything about it till after the draft. Yep, it's I mean, wild. That'd be a smart thing. Yeah, honestly, yeah. I, I would let the the ball well, I mean, because once the draft happens, then we know. Then like that allows everyone to see like where the rest of the league truly stands on their quarterback it's situation. The that's and that, that's what was. The same reason why teams haven't given. The Ravens, two first-round picks. Right, right. exactly. One, one, once it's all settled, we'll see Lamar and Rodgers moved. True. Now, uh, since we're on the NFL side, I do want to just throw some shade because I'm an anti-Patriots fan. Uh, Mac Jones is being shot by the Patriots. Fuck you, Austin. No, no, no. I have Mac on my team. I know. Don't I know. That. Go, go fuck yourself. Who's the back-to-back-to-back championship winner? Not you, not Austin. That's me. So just okay. fuck both well, of you. We're not talking about fantasy. We're talking about you're real right. life. Cult sucks. Shut up. Ah, uh, well, I mean, you're not wrong. Fuck you. <laughs> saying you guys went out and got Matty Ice, who choked in the Super Bowl. Hey, but Gardner Minshew now to the Colts. I like it. Oh uh, yeah, you know what? I'll take that mustache, Muhammad. Like, let's go, my boy. Anyways. Um, we'll talk about all that stuff later. Right now, it's the NBA. It's starting to heat up in the playoffs. Austin, you haven't given us your two favorites from either side or your two dark horses. Go ahead with those. Because I don't, I haven't watched NBA at all. Since he has been in a different country. That's he fair. has, he never, has been, which is a fair football. Zero basketball, which that's zero basketball and zero football. Honestly, so you Shit. didn't. Yeah, you didn't watch either. So that's why I'm asking. That is, I don't accept that thing. argument because currently, like, outside of Steph Curry, right, let's play a little mo- game. Real four quick. out of the top five players in the world are from Europe or like international. <laughs> <players>. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Travis, you didn't have to call me out. <laughs> you know, it, I mean, on that note, um, I think it was Luca that said the Euroleague is harder than the NBA. Yep, yep, it was Luca who think? said that. He's, he said it was harder to score. Uh, harder to, to score, score. Harder and, to score. Uh, and I agree with it 100 percent he's not uh, I know lots of people like college coaches will tell them go to straight to Europe league or to European leagues with NIL deals um I've heard of uh European league coaches telling their players to like don't even watch the NBA because right. because it's you're, you're not you're all you're doing is learning how to put on a show the NBA is literally just turned into a bunch of people be trying to be the Harlem Globetrotters all right let's play yeah. a game real quick okay Okay. It's going to be NFL. I'm going to name the five starting positions. So I'm going to name the starting quarterback, starting running back, and the three starting wide receivers. You got to guess the team based on their college. Their college. Okay. Yep. All right. So first, Washington. I'm going to go from quarterback, running back, number one wide receiver, number two wide receiver, number three. Okay. So you're just going to name off the college they went to, and then yep. we have to guess the NFL team. Okay. Yeah. And then hints will be based on like NFC, NFC kind of thing. Okay. All right. So starting quarterback, Washington State. Wisconsin, USC, Cincinnati, Georgia. Colts. Damn. That was yeah. All right. I'm gonna that, go was a a, that was that was a quick one. I was literally about That was that was easy that, for I me. Figured because Wisconsin I, as as you, yeah, it did. As soon as yep. you said Wisconsin, yeah, the moment start, you said I was Wisconsin, like, I was like, wait, that's 
I went through all the running backs in Wisconsin. I was like, that's Jonathan Taylor. I, I also have like looked at Gardner Minshew's player card in the last five minutes, so I also <laughs> knew that he went to Washington State. So as soon as you said Washington State, Wisconsin, I was like, Colts. <laughs> I, I was wondering if the other ones would fuck you up. Well, since hoping. he didn't fuck me up too, because of Alec Pierce and then Mick Pitt, Pittman, I don't remember. Pittman went to. I thought Pittman went to USC. You Pittman went to USC, but uh, Alec Pierce went to Cincy. Yeah. So the the one that threw me off was the quarterback because I couldn't remember if Gardner was Washington or Washington State. So it threw me off just for a second. All right, let's go. Oregon was Colorado, Cal, Clemson, Tennessee. Quarterback was what again? Oregon. Oregon. Okay. So that makes me think. The only quarterbacks I truly know from Oregon are just like Marcus Mariota, but he's not a starting quarterback anymore. That's what I was going to okay. say. So you said Oregon QB. What was running back? Colorado? Uh, West Colorado. West Colorado? Yep. Bo Nix isn't in the NFL yet. Oh, God. This one's actually hard. I'm going to feel Do you stupid. guys want a hint? Yeah, all right. One hand. AFC. One AFC. AFC. So one of the wide receivers was Clemson, right? There's a lot of Clemson. Yes. Because I know it's not Joe Burrow. That's and not T Higgins. I almost said the Chiefs, but obviously Mahomes. Went Mahomes to Texas was Texas Tech. Tech. Yeah. I almost picked. Mo- I almost picked that, but I figured that would have been a little easy. Yeah. 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 The moment you said Texas. You said Tech. you said AFC. AFC. Yep. Yeah. Oregon QB. Wow. Yeah, I'm this actually one's a more difficult. Kirk Cousins was t- Michigan State. He's NFC too. What the heck? Yeah, I was well, um, I'm going through all of my QBs right now. The first thing I'm trying to do is nail down the 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 QB from Oregon. The only one I can think of is Marcus Mariota, which is not correct. All right. Do you guys want to hint that um, it's going to give it away? Pretty much. I think it's is it the Jets? No, no, no. That's, that's BYU. Oh yeah. All right. I'm. A, do you guys want to hit that? It's gonna kind of give it away. No, 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 no. Give me the running back again. West. You said West, Western West Colorado. Colorado. Western Colorado. Yep. Ryan Tannehill wasn't not. wasn't from Oregon. Hold on, hold on, Jack. That's Clemson. Um, let me go through all my AFC really quick. So oh, you can, you're just going to look at it. No, no, no. I, in my head, I'm sitting here counting off the AFC South because I know that division. Davis Mills was in Oregon. Or, or Oregon. Um, so then that leaves AFC North. Wasn't the shop. It's, it's, the, it's the Chargers. Nope. It's wait, not, wait it's not Herbert, the, wasn't it? No, you had Clemson in there, and that was uh, the Mike Williams. Y'all looked it up. Shut up. No, no I, I went Chargers. As soon as I looked at the NFL standards, I said Chargers. I was like, oh, yeah, Herbert went Oregon. You, my hint that I was uh, going to give it away was that Travis Eckler. and I were high on the quarterback, and Ben hated him. I was saying, and then Eckler. Yeah. That's Colorado. Yeah. So, right. so, okay, the last that was a good one. one. This one might give it away, maybe. Duke. No, that one's too easy. I was going to say yeah, Giants. Giants. <laughs> yeah, Giants. Congratulations. Danny Giants. Dimes. You got 40 mil. <laughs> so stupid. Yo, that's, that How? was wild. How? I don't know. All right. This Last. one might be a little harder. I don't know. We'll see. TCU, Penn State, Minnesota State, LSU, LSU. Carolina. You looked it up. No. Straight yeah. up. The LSU and LSU. Gave it away. Terrace Gave Marshall. Away. And, uh, yeah. Yep. That's the, the only. I was confused on the first two. And I was like, shit, shit. And then you said LSU, LSU. That's Carolina. I like that. That was a lot tougher than I thought it would be because I did not grab. I did I, not grab the Chargers right. at all until last one. Travis said it. North Carolina. Oh. Alabama, Ohio State, Penn State, Pittsburgh. LSU. Nope. Oh. So, 
Alabama's the running back. Mm-hmm. So there's only three of them. So it's UNC either... is QB. And then oh, you said, uh, the Pittsburgh. You just no, said you already said Pittsburgh twice. Is it, oh, is it, shit. is it the Raiders? No. It's not. Happen? It's not the Tannehill didn't go to the UNC, did he? It's not the Titans. It's the Titans because you got quiet. It's not the Titans. Okay, it's not the Titans. Not Titans or Pittsburgh, and you said Alabama running back. So I already said the uh, Raiders also. Washington. No, yep. because Wentz went to uh, North Dakota State. But he's no, he's no longer on the team. Oh, is they he released no longer? Him. It's Sam Howell. Sam Howell. Who is UNC? That's that's Washington. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, Washington. I already, I already said yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> I already said yes, but you kept on talking. <laughs> I was like, legitimately whatever. thinking the commanders were still going to keep Wentz. I forgot Brian Robinson went to Alabama. That's right. Right. I, I literally went through Derrick Henry, Najee Harris. Like I was oh, going down to like, Alabama running backs before I went down quarterbacks. That was good. That's a, that's a good game. I like this. We that should do that more often. Right. Well, That's... that being said, I got I got an announcement for everyone. We don't have an exact date yet for his first episode, but we have uh, another friend named Ricky who's going to be doing his own segment under us, but it's going to be dealing with all combat sports. Um, it's going to be including – he's going to be doing his own podcast episodes, and it's going to be about the UFC, uh, WWE, AEW, boxing, and it's going to be called It's More Than Just Fights with Ricky Roller. And – he also is going to be doing live interviews with certain, with people. He's really huge into the fight community. He's coaching. He knows what he's doing. Lots of amateur and pro fighters from this area that he's going to be interviewing and getting footage from. Hope Can't wait to see it all in the group and can't wait to see the support from everyone as well. It's give us another avenue to be able to discuss more things that we're not as knowledgeable about and still hit on, hit on the head of all sports topics. Hell yeah. We, we love that. We're always expanding. So go ahead, like, share, comment, subscribe. Hit us up on the Facebook. Hit us up on the TikTok, on the YouTube. We look forward to seeing you next time. We out. Peace.